Hello, and welcome to the Let's Talk Attachments podcast. My name is Jessica De Silva, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and an attachment coach helping adults end their unhealthy dating patterns and create stronger, secure relationships. Attachment theory gives us insight into how we currently experience love through understanding our earlier attachment dynamics. I created this podcast as a safe space to share stories and insights on different aspects aspects of attachment so that you can better understand how this manifests in your own life. My only request is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind. So without further ado, let's get into it. So most of the time when I create content for you guys, it comes from these general themes that I see on my social media comments or what my coaching clients are going through, what I'm going through. And today's theme is on the realities that insecure attachments experience in relationships. And I felt as though it was important to share this message because with the line of work that I do, obviously, you know, I talk to so many people that have relationship insecurity and relationship anxieties and are often confused about, you know, if what they're experiencing is normal or problematic, if it's right or wrong, if it's healthy or unhealthy. Um, And they often compare their relationships with the relationships of others, which only, you know, perpetuates the insecurities and the doubts that they experience. So the main thing I hear people say is, you know, I just want to be normal. I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to be this way anymore. I don't want to get triggered in my relationships anymore. And though we can most definitely feel more secure within ourselves and our relationships, this is what I teach people how to do. This is what I advocate on my social media platforms, on my, you know, my, um, my podcast. The reality is we are still going to get activated in our relationships, meaning we're still going to get triggered in our relationships. Um, and more than others that perhaps fall more on the secure attachment spectrum or have lower levels of trauma than we do, or just different experiences than we do. And that's okay. And I like to share this reality, um, because we can begin to diminish this idea of the perfect self and therefore create more realistic expectations for ourselves for our partners, for you know, other people that we're in relationship with, and just relationships in general, right? Our relationships in general. So let's get into it. The reality is that insecure attachments experience within relationships. And this is more so pertaining to um, romantic relationships. Number one, generally speaking, relationships won't always feel easy breezy, okay? For insecure attachers. Even if we're partnered with secure individuals. This is because we have been conditioned to view love as unsafe and therefore must make a conscious effort sometimes daily to challenge these very ingrained patterns. And this takes work. It is not a walk on the park and uh, as some of us may desire or expect. Um, and oftentimes too, you know, I'll see on social media posts that, you know, people will post and and they say, you know, our relationship should be easy. It should feel smooth, you know, and if it's not, if it's hard and if it does take work, then you're not compatible. You're not in the right relationship. And that's not necessarily true for everyone, right? What about us insecure attachers that, you know, tend to project a lot of things into our relationship. We have a lot of distortions. We can really self-sabotage. Um, those 
I mean, I just feel like those posts don't really take into account um, people that, you know, have anxiety or depression or just different factors, right, that can contribute to our experiences. So again, um, we have to be very, we have to use our discretion when we are reading a lot of what people are saying. Number two, we often experience doubts or worries about our relationship. So depending on our attachment style, we may worry if we are making the right choice, if we're truly compatible, if there's someone better suited for us, if other relationships are healthier or more normal than ours, if our relationship will last, if you know they're a good partner, if we're a good partner, if our partner will reject or abandon us. So there's a lot of contemplating and going back and forth and kind of this like obsessive thinking sometimes about the state of our relationship. Number three, our boundaries aren't always the strongest and therefore we can be easily influenced by what other relationships look like. Hello, social media. And by what others say or think about our relationship. These external factors can really skew our perceptions and cause us to self-sabotage. I'm sure you've thought, you know, oh wow, like look at Mike and Julie. They have such a lovely relationship. Why aren't we more like that? What's wrong with us? You know, and there goes our spiraling thoughts and we have to be more grounded in ourselves. We have to be more grounded in our values, our needs, you know, how we experience love, um, our differences, um, there just has to be more uh, knowledge around these, these, these things, more acceptance around these things, more compassion towards our differences. Um, or we may have a parent or a friend who projects their insecurities onto us and we take it at face value rather than using our discretion. Okay. Number four, we can hold extremely high and unrealistic expectations for ourselves and others, adding to much of the dissatisfaction and dysfunction that we experience in our relationships. Number five, we may mistake normal relationship phases for severe problems or a reason to break up. So this is huge because after the honeymoon phase, usually around the one or two year mark comes the power struggle phase. And this is usually when people split, right? Not understanding that as the relationship progresses, there will come different challenges. The honeymoon phase will fizzle out and then we'll naturally experience more conflicts and insecurities and differences and disagreements and assume that it's not healthy, right? We assume it's not healthy and so we break up. Number six, we may struggle with deciphering what is insecurity and what is intuition not being able to identify if we are responding from fear or from truth number seven we may experience more days than usual of feeling disconnected from our partner now all relationships experience disconnection from time to time it's just that insecure attachers usually experience that disconnection more often and um, more severely Okay, it's, it's much more stronger for them. We may experience more anxiety, more moodiness, and more discontentment. And it's not always necessarily a relationship problem as it is our own personal experience that we must learn how to navigate. This is where understanding yourself more intimately, including you know mental or physical health factors that could be contributing to your experiences, is crucial. Um, and you're already learning about you know your attachment style, which can be really impactful for self awareness. 
Number eight, we need a partner who is patient and supportive of us as we relearn what it's like to feel safe and secure in our relationships. Linking up with other insecure attachers who are not self-aware or actively working on their issues. I want to repeat, other insecure attachers who are not self-aware or actively working on their issues can be highly triggering and can hinder our growth, right? We all fall on an attachment spectrum and we all have a little spice to us, but we need people that are self-aware and willing to work on their behaviors. Therefore, selecting wisely is really, really essential for us. Number nine, we must consistently show ourselves compassion and grace as we understand and work on shifting our distorted patterns, striving for progress and not perfection. Again, this is not about being our perfect selves. It's just about, you know, responding differently. Secure attachment is not about being perfect, right? There's no such thing um, as that. It's about self-awareness and learning to respond to our triggers in healthier ways, which ultimately allows us to have more meaningful and fulfilling relationships. It allows us to experience more of that peace that we are really looking for. So even though all relationships, you know, we go through ebbs and flows, those who are insecurely attached, meaning, you know, anxious, dismissive avoidant, and fearful avoidant, and who may be learning to become more secure, will indeed experience more challenges regarding love. It's just the reality. And this is not to discourage you, but to ease you know, the shame and the anxiety you may be experiencing from trying to fix yourself completely or have it all together or be this perfect person, um, especially in this comparison culture that we live in today. Um, and, you know, no one person is the same and therefore no one relationship is the same. We all come with our unique experiences and personalities and really have to approach relationships in this multifaceted way. So I encourage you to listen to this episode as many times as you need in order to really just let this information seep into your subconscious mind because when we, you know, release these unrealistic expectations, we can be more present and loving in our relationships. And of course, your safety is always a priority. So if you're experiencing any type of abuse, physical, emotional, verbal, sexual, please get the support you need. Abuse is never acceptable. And if you resonate with these challenges and are looking for guidance on how to navigate you know, your relationship anxiety with more clarity and more confidence, you can learn about attachment coaching with me via the link in the show notes. And just keep in mind that there are limited spaces available for one-on-one coaching. All right, you guys, I hope that this was helpful. Um, Looking forward to meeting some of you and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate it or leave a comment. Hearing your feedback just motivates me to create more content for you guys. I appreciate you so much and I will catch you on the next episode.